0: Um, Oomkid Industries proudly presents the Dixie Stenberg and Brassy Battalion Adventure Theater, a pendant production. In the spring of 1946, President Harry S. Truman reactivated Franklin D. Roosevelt's clandestine squadron of P-47 Thunderbolts. This squadron was once again known as Brassy Battalion, and this is their story. Tonight's episode, The Unexpected Arrival. When we last left our hero, Dixie Stenberg, she had just proposed to one Mr. Thomas Galen. Thomas happily accepted, and he and Dixie were married with much fanfare and celebration.
1: There wasn't any fanfare. It's I'm a simple kind of gal.
0: Much fanfare and celebration amongst their fellow members of Brassy Battalion, at least.
1: Okay, I'll give you that one. I'm so
0: very happy for you both.
1: What? I tell you, it
2: makes an old man heart sore.
3: Yeah, I mean, they ain't as good together as me and Essie, but,
4: you know, they're (laughs) alright. Is beautiful. Makes me long for companionship of my own. They're
2: so wonderful together. Aren't they wonderful together?
4: Not as wonderful as you.
2: Thank you. You're very kind. We couldn't ask for better friends.
3: You could ask for better friends than the friends you got, but you'd never find any
0: friends who were better.
1: You're all a bunch of softies, if you ask me.
0: Dixie and Thomas spent their first year together, happy as could be. Let's listen in as they discover that this relationship is not going to go as planned.
1: Now hold on a minute!
0: Uh, uh, yes, Miss Dixie?
1: I ain't having no kids! Uh... But it,
0: no oh, buts and no kids. Oh, oh. You hear me? Well, I'm I'm afraid there's nothing I can do. It's in the
1: script. Give me that. Oh, don't hurt me. Ugh. Dixie and Thomas, first year together. Then <coughs> cut that out.
0: I, I'm afraid we need to press on with the show.
1: They can't be. I I can't. If if you bit, then here, uh, but that means that I would have have to have been. Oh, we can tri- skip that part. We. Can? Oh, well, you were
0: married in 45. It's 1946 now. I-, I don't know about this. Why don't you just hold him and see? Him? Oh. Hey, hey, little fella. You have
1: your daddy's eyes.
2: And his mother's hair. He's beautiful. What should we name him?
1: <laughs> he was born last year, remember?
2: Yes, right.
0: What did we name him? Oscar <laughs> Williams. Galen. Stenberg. Perfect.
1: Oscar William Stenberg. Who's the toughest little baby ever? Little Oscar William is. Oh yes he is. He'd punch a Nazi right in the kisser, wouldn't he? Right in the ugly little mug. Yes, yes he would.
0: And though motherhood was something she never thought she wanted, and which she was sure she was doomed to fail at.
1: You can say that again.
0: Like anything Dixie Stenberg put her mind to, she conquered it, and excelled at it.
1: I think I actually kind of like it, but don't tell anybody I said so.
0: Of course not, Dixie. But Aeroquest still needed a lead test pilot, and those planes weren't going to fly themselves. And so, Dixie was presented with a difficult choice. Return to work, or stay with Oscar.
1: That is one of the hardest decisions I ever had to make.
0: But the decision was made easier by Thomas. Who, ever the gentleman, put Dixie's mind at ease.
2: Tommy? Oh, I don't want a nanny. I don't want someone else raising our child. Well, if that's how you feel. He needs to be raised by his parents. Well, I understand, it's just... So, I'll just have to stay home with him.
1: You... Really? Of course. But but, but, but people will say that men can't do that. Ugh,
2: and people say women can't fly planes. They can all salt the hell off.
1: You're the most amazing man I've ever known.
2: Dixie, I know you love Oscar. And Oscar knows that too. But I also know that you were born to fly. (laughs) And to clip your wings would be the cruelest of all fates.
1: But he's my boy. How can I leave him? You're not
2: leaving him. We'll get a little place right next to Aeroquest. You will see us both every night. You would do that for me? For all of us. Me, you, Oscar everyone, that it's our family.
1: Only on one condition. Name it. You use his nap time to get back to painting.
2: I haven't painted in years, Dixie. I think the last thing I did was that cover with the Um Umket triplets.
1: You need to get back to it. I don't want to see that talent wasted. Deal?
0: Deal. And with that, Dixie once again took to the
2: air.
1: I'm back, baby!
0: (laughs) And now, a word from our sponsor.
4: Our sponsor, you say?
0: Uh, I did indeed, yes.
4: But this program is so fine and so swell, why, I imagine
3: its sponsor would have to be just as fine and swell. If not more... A company like that, why, it seems like it could be none other than Oomkid Industries. And it is. Get out of town! Oomkid Industries sponsoring this show? I know! What are the chances? Well, there must be some exceptional American product we can promote for them as a way of saying thanks for the generous donations they provide to keep bringing this show to our audience's ears time and again.
0: Indeed there is, but it won't just be promoted by us. Oh no! Oh no! For there is someone whose knowledge is so great, whose expertise is so phenomenal. Why... He makes the rest of us look like mere plebs in comparison.
4: Plebs, you say?
0: Yes,
3: plebs. For that is what all of humanity is next to the superior intellectual might of...
5: The Amazing Noel. The Amazing Noel? Well, the one and the same.
6: And
3: this is my comely, short skirted assistant, Miss Fortune Divine.
5: The Amazing Noel and Miss Fortune Divine. Together at last, and now for all time! A pleasure, good
3: sirs! Why don't you tell the nice folks out there what delightful product you're here to talk about today! I was just going to do that!
5: He was just going to do that!
0: Well then, pitch away!
3: Yes, I shall! Perhaps you have noticed the fine, rosy hue of my winsome assistant's cheeks.
0: Oh, we've noticed, all right.
5: I noticed it real good. Oh, golly. You boys sure know how to flatter a lady.
0: It's our honor-bound duty, Miss Fortune.
5: With, With cheeks, cheeks so rosy, so rosy and, and a figure that, that I've Jenny, and, and all, all other fortune divine. Divine
3: that exemplary complexion is not the blessing of Mother Nature. It's not? Nay, I say.
0: Then whatever could
3: it be?
5: Well, it's the fine, fine, fine products by Cat Industries that we're here to tell you about.
3: She's right! It's Uncle Umket's Happy Hoopoo Homogenized Clay Pack! You said a mouthful!
0: A Happy Hoopoo Homogenized Clay Pack?
3: That's what I said! That's what he said!
6: Uncle Umket's Happy Hoopoo Homogenized Clay Pack, the very best there is for you, and that's just a fact!
0: But what does that mean? I'm getting something!
3: Yes? Yes? Aha! It means that this fine product was made from the enriched leavings of any number of exquisite hoopoe birds commonly found throughout Europe. You don't say. He did just say. Yes, and here's one beauty rule no woman can afford to ignore. Do not take the risks of a young girl with your skin. But misfortune
5: isn't old. Well... I'm not as young as I could be.
3: And if you want to keep your skin fresh and smooth in the middle years ahead, I urge you ladies to try our method of daily skin lubrication and care.
5: No No one one wants wants to... to It's the method thousands of past-their-prime women like me have used for years, with wonderful results.
0: Oh, that's just plain silly. Miss Fortune can't be past her prime. She's only 22. And thanks to Uncle Umkets' happy hoopoo homogenized clay pack,
3: she appears not a day older than 21!
5: Oh! Astounding! Now I can relive my glory days. You can indeed!
3: with this delicate, homogenized clay pack to be applied
5: thrice daily! And you would apply this clay pack to your face as you would any other facial application! Do
3: not remove it immediately! Instead, Allow its lubricating oils to remain caked to your face for at least 10 minutes. And this is safe, you say? Despite it containing some sort of high pollutant European burn leavings? My good man, that is what makes it so delightful. Here, watch as Miss Fortune Divine applies some to her very own face this instant.
5: Ah, that's nice. What's that noise?
0: Is something burning?
5: Uh, I can feel its refreshing, pleasant effects.
0: She can at that!
3: Why, look. Tears are forming in her eyes from how very superior she finds this product to be.
5: Oh, it's my honor to to serve um, Umcat and America.
3: Uh, how? She merely meant... How smooth and soft her skin will feel when the treatment is complete!
0: Oh, of course.
6: We, we all want one to look path. Young young forever. Forever.
3: So to help your skin stay alluringly soft and radiant, try this method of daily scientific skin lubrication. It's scientific too? Of course it is. It cleans pore openings, reduces skin blemishes, and helps ease tired lines in your face.
5: Oh, you'll enjoy this wonderful sensation as it refreshes and invigorates your skin. (laughs) And you'll have a delicate,
3: supple complexion, such as you may have never known before. It's the delicate clay pack you use thrice daily. All cosmetic counters have it at a price any woman can easily afford. Pick some up today.
5: And give yourself a home facial with Uncle Kit happy hopu, much least, clay pack tonight. Uh,
0: no. We now rejoin our program as we check in with those SCAR miscreants to find out what evil they've been up to
4: evil most foul. <laughs> I
6: thought your heart wasn't in the evil anymore.
4: Oh, it's not. But I do so enjoy a good cackle.
6: Hmm. <sighs> so noted.
4: The temperatures are fiendish. Couldn't we have used a base that was more uh, amenable to human life?
6: I have had enough of human life grassy battalion destroyed the castle and the underwater base, and the Pyramid is useless to me without the goo!
4: Yes, your lack of goo certainly has you feeling blue, doesn't it?
6: I'm only blue with the goo!
4: It was a play on words. You... Oh, forget it. My heart's not in the insults, either.
6: I liked you better when you hated everything. Meh. This ice fortress is perfect for our needs. Isolated. Secure. It's the perfect place to regroup and plan.
4: We've been doing that for over a year since your return. And we spent a year waiting for that. The troops may be happy to sit around on their bunts, but I am not.
6: What are you saying?
4: I'm saying there's nothing left for me. The Nazis are defeated, and you cling to the shambles of Scar like a babe to its favorite blanket. It's unbecoming. We need something new. Something different.
6: Star shall live on!
4: While I may agree with aggression and ruination in principle, there hasn't actually been much of that going on lately. Perhaps you noticed?
6: Yes. Well, all of that is about to change.
4: You're putting me on.
6: I am not. Well,
4: what convenient timing.
6: Well, you've been whining and moaning so often. I wanted to save it for the right moment.
4: Which moment? The one where Scar is a laughingstock, or the one where it's a laughingstock without the services of one Reginald P. Billingsley, Esquire? What's the P for? (laughs) Filbert! I'm leaving. No, you're not. Going to have the troops try to stop me? Zeta Squad is still loyal to me. I shall take them
6: You won't take another step. Once you've heard the news, I have to tell you.
4: Well, go on. Impress me.
6: I've been in contact with someone who has some very interesting information.
4: About?
6: My goo. And the beast. Uh. And the ebony plating on your planes. Hmm. Grassy Battalion.
4: <gasps> <laughs> I feel alive again.
0: Meanwhile, back at Arrowquest, Dixie had just informed Frank McGuff of the good news. You came back to tell me you're coming back.
1: That's the long and short of it. Yeah.
0: Aw, oh, Dix. Oof. Oof. Their hug was cut short, however.
1: Thank goodness.
0: By a rapping, rap, rap, rapping, on the door.
1: Archie, we haven't seen you since you came to the party all smashed.
0: And for that, you have
3: my most sincere, simple, and straightforward apology.
1: That ain't nothing. You did say some crazy things, though.
3: Crazy things which have finally come to pass. I have seen such lengthy official government process wilt, lesser men. But I persevered, for I believe in the cause, and the intelligence is sound.
1: What are you talking about?
3: By order of Harry S. Truman, President of these United States of America, the 1st Brassy Battalion Fighter Squadron is hereby officially reformed. Effective immediately.
1: Unheralded unveiling
0: This production has starred Renee Christine Jones as Dixie Stenberg
1: I never thought this day would come
0: Mark Zarecor as Frank McGuff Brassy Battalion being reactivated?
1: Me being a mom
0: You'll be as good at it as anyone ever was, Dix
1: Aw, thanks Frank
0: Steve Anderson as Reginald Billingsley.
1: This is what Dixie
4: Stenberg has been reduced to. Where's the challenge? Where's the thrill? You thinking this is going to make
1: me soft?
4: It already has.
1: Oh, we'll just see about that.
4: See? No insults? No attempt to pugilize me? Soft, I say.
1: I'm just saving it for the show. For the show? Yeah, the main show. In the story. Uh, what, um,
4: what about the story?
1: The next time we meet, Bill,
4: you're gonna get it. When was that scheduled for again? Uh, I think I might be uh, sick that day. Yes, sick. Uh, I think I'm going down with something. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
0: Jeremiah McCoy as Archibald Withersby. I see I'm not the only one back in old Fall. Pete Mylan as Freudenberg. I should say not.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Friedemann
4: Yeah, my delicate flower? Dixie has a baby Yes, ah, oh, he is most delightful with the blonde hair and the blue eyes he? He's
2: so
0: cute I want one
4: You want,
0: you mean Don't you? She wants little, little Freudenbergs
4: all over I, I, I need to sit down
0: Scott Pinnockom as Cornelius Robert Sims Pearson. <laughs> He'll be fine.
2: It can be a big shock to a man the first time he hears those words come out of his lady's mouth, though.
0: She she wants a, she wants a, she wants a. a, a <laughs> <laughs> Anthony Pacelli as Joey Scalzetti. Don't worry, Freudenberg. I love my kids. Being a dad is the best thing that ever happened to me. Baby, baby, Baby Ain't nothing to it. You see, when a man loves a woman Chris
2: Britton as Thomas Galen. No, I'm not sure it's the mechanics of it that they're giving him the trouble, Joey. Yeah, thank you, Thomas. You are adapting well. It's been something of a shock, to be sure. It all happened so suddenly.
1: It wasn't that sudden. In
2: the context of this episode, it was. We didn't even see you while you were pregnant.
1: Shut your yapper.
0: Perry Whittle, S. Benedict Eterchenko. I only wish
4: I could have dealt with these issues, too, with my Rinoshka. Don't you give up, Benny. There's someone out there for you. Perhaps, but this episode, she is not about me. Congratulations to Dixie and Tomas
0: Alicia Lane Matheson as Lily LaRue.
2: Yes, what Benny said. And I'm sorry if I made you uncomfortable, Friedman. We can wait. We should discuss it, and we can I'm not
4: uncomfortable.
0: I just never thought I would seize a day. I would love to have a baby with you.
1: Oh do you mean it? Oh yeah. <clears throat> <clears throat> 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 <clears> throat> Hey, I don't think she meant right here. Get a room! For once, Miss Stenberg,
4: we are agreed.
0: Catherine Pride as Vrenny.
6: Yeah, no kidding, who wants to see that?
0: Justin Dobby as Volker. Perhaps you'd rather make some children of your own? With an eligible American Nazi under your command? Wow.
6: If I ever find more goo, you are the first person I'm smiting!
0: If you smite me, then that means you're smitten. No,
6: no, no, that's, that's not, wait, but no, that, that's not. Aha,
0: smitten, smitten, she said she was smitten.
6: <laughs>
0: Kristen Bayes as the umket Triplets.
6: Renny and Volker? I know, can you imagine? I think they're cute together.
4: Yes, thank you. Uh,
6: why do you always do that? You don't always have to be contrary, you know. Yes, I do.
4: Bill
0: Young as The Amazing Noel. Actually,
6: she
3: does! It's in the script!
0: M. Sierra Garcia as Miss Fortune Divine.
5: <laughs> oh, my face hurts.
0: <sighs> Ryan Pickens as Robot 153. Might I interest you in a servo reassignment procedure? Oh, Thanks. Are you sure?
5: Oh, quite sure.
0: Amanda Fitzwater as Nebulon 2000.
5: No procedure could ever bring an odiferous, fleshy skinned water sack close to the autonomous perfection of pure robotic existence. Yeah, what that evil green one said. Suit
0: yourself. More servos for me and Jeffrey Bridges as the commercial announcer.
5: The clay pack sure didn't make your cheeks rosy, Miss Fortune. Well, that's what happens when it burns layers of your skin right off. (laughs) Ha
3: ha ha!
0: What a kidder! This is Seth Adamsher. Stay tuned next time as the big decisions are made, only at PendantAudio.com. You've been listening to a pendant production of the Dixie Stenberg and Brassy Battalion Adventure Theater. Brought to you tonight by Uncle Umkets Happy Hopo Homogenized Clay Pack. And remember...
5: No, no one wants, wants to look at a, a place. to so do, do like gossip, but hoop on your face. <laughs> <laughs>
3: it's the delicate clay pack to be used thrice each day.
5: You can feel um, the magic.
0: Stay safe, America, and... Good grief, are you okay? Freddy, we've been differentiating for too long. Let's sum it up and integrate. This production was written by Jeffrey Bridges and directed by Seth Adam Schur, Assistant Director Jim Hamilton. Umkit Industries presents the Dixie Stenberg and Brassy Battalion Adventure Theater, created by Jeffrey Bridges, copyright 2009, Pendant Productions. For more information, visit PendantAudio.com. Thanks for listening. If I could rearrange the periodic table, I'd put
1: uranium and iodine together so that you and I could be side by side.